welcome to another episode of the Bumper to Bumper Plates podcast. I'm Rob Veltri, and this is the Fitness Podcast, where I talk about one topic while sitting in traffic on my drive home from work. And it is a nice rainy day on the Belt Parkway today, so we're going to see how far I get. Might not be very far today, depending on the weather, but we'll see. Anyway, let's get into it. Today, I'm going to talk about the, the myth of injury prevention and how it continues to live on. Now, when I say this, I'm talking about specifically the phrase injury prevention, how I don't like the phrase and I think it is not honest and I don't think it's real. I think it's a, a myth. It's a made up phrase that I do not think actually exists. And so let's get into that. So often when you see uh, like sports injuries and you see an, uh, an injury on TV, um, especially if it's a game that where a lot of people are watching, there are people who believe they know exactly why that injury happened and how it could have been prevented. I'll give you a, a brief example of something that happened recently, which is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles, complete rupture of his Achilles, and there were people on Twitter who knew why he hurt himself, right? And it wasn't the obvious reason, but they claimed, and when I say they, I just mean people that, that have tweets that actually get a lot of engagement, right? People who tweet things that actually get a lot of attention and eyes on them, which is why I'm bringing it up. Somebody, I'll, I'll quote a tweet. It said, heels down training claimed another victim. And that was clearly about Aaron Rodgers rupturing his Achilles. And that tweet was in reference to how training with your heels down, and that, that, that's the idea behind heels down training, is allegedly not good for your Achilles. I'm not really sure. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I really didn't understand what, how people think that's a bad idea. Um, but saying something like that about somebody who just had a potentially career-ending injury is really shitty behavior to begin with, number one. Number two, I also don't think it's really factually correct, especially in Aaron Rodgers' specific situation. Now, here's my issue with the, with the people who do this, right? Because hindsight is 2020, right? Meaning, no, you know, whenever you see an injury on TV, it's so easy to just point out how the person moves and, and say, oh, hey, well, they hurt their knee because when they run, their knee caves inward a little bit, has a little too much knee valgus, and it puts a lot of pressure on the knee. Therefore, it weakens the tendons and ligaments over time, and that's why they tore their ACL or something ridiculous like that. Like, that's so, so many people do that, and so many people use it for social media engagement and content, which is, again, kind of a shitty thing to do, but people do it. However, here's my issue with it, right? The issue is not that you can look at it afterwards and incorrectly say why it happened. The issue is that it's never, nobody has ever actually predicted these things ahead of time. I've never seen somebody look, you know, put a video of somebody up. Uh, and say, hey, this person moves this way and they're going to hurt themselves because of this. And then that person and, and then that athlete ended up hurting themselves in the same way that they predicted it. That right there shows that the whole injury prevention idea is bullshit. Okay. Now, why does this matter? Right. Why does it matter that people can't predict it and people pull this up? Because when you're selling injury prevention methods, right, prevent is the wrong word. It's just the wrong word to use. Okay. What I mean is you can you can sell certain training methods and you could say that this might reduce the chance of injury. This might be an injury reduction technique. This might try to keep them keep people healthy, but it cannot prevent. And I think that's my problem. I think I think my my issue with it is that we use the word prevent. Prevent means completely stop. Cut, eliminate the possibility of, which we can't do. 
I'm sorry, we just can't do it. Like there are injuries that happen, whether they're contact injuries or non-contact injuries, it really doesn't matter. Guys get hurt, athletes get hurt, people get hurt unpredictably sometimes. So I think it is impossible to actually prevent injury, okay? We can reduce the chance of injury, sure. Right? Reduce is a more realistic word, but unfortunately it's a little less sexy than prevent, right? Injury prevention sounds a lot cooler than injury reduction. So when people try to sell these things online, they try to sell their services, they try to sell their programs, they're gonna use the word prevent. But again, my issue is that word is dishonest. That word puts out an unrealistic expectation for that type of training because if and again yes maybe it's just semantics and maybe i'm just picking apart the word i don't but i do think it matters because if you're selling something and you're telling people hey we can prevent injury you can't you're guaranteeing somebody that they're going to stay healthy which it's not always a guarantee right there's so many factors that play into somebody's injury and you can't just say well this one specific way of training your tendons, ligaments, joints, muscles, things like that, are it's going to prevent for any injury at all because it's not. Okay, Obviously, contact injuries are different, right? You get hit by somebody or you get hit, you know, there's a collision and you break, you know, break a bone or something like that. Obviously, that there's really no amount of training you can do to prevent that, right? But also non-contact injuries, right? Guys tearing their ACL, uh, muscle strains, right? Those things happen regardless of how good the training program is. It just happens. Like there's so much else that plays into it. So if we take something like Aaron Rodgers, for example, okay, Aaron Rodgers is about 39 years old, I think, okay, that's number one, he's an aging athlete, so obviously as you age, the chance of injury is going to be higher, it, that's just a fact, right, um, so that's one thing, another thing was he had a previous calf injury on that leg, throughout, throughout training camp, he had, he had been working through a previous calf injury, okay, and most of the time, a, a really good predictor of injury is previous injury, right? So if you look at somebody who has a history of, you know, hamstring pulls, and one day they tear their hamstring of the same one that they constantly pull, like, yeah, okay, that could be a little bit of a predictor that they might have to pay attention to. Um, so when you see somebody with an injury, then yes, chances are a worse injury to that same area of the body could happen, okay? I, and I don't think that's exactly you know, a, a really a mystery or anything. Um, also, let's keep in mind, he was getting tackled by and had Leonard Floyd on his back, who is 6'3", and he's 240 pounds. And Aaron Rodgers was trying to push off of one leg while falling down with a 240-pound guy on his back. Like, again, I'm not saying that was the exact reason for the injury, but I'm pretty sure that had something to do with the fact that his Achilles ruptured off of his bone. Like, that's... You know, it's insane to look at that situation and say, oh, that happened because of the way he trains. Like, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Which the people who say things like that, they're not out of their minds. I, uh, listen, it's one of two things. Either they are, they don't realize that what they're saying is ridiculous, which is bad, that, that considering that they're selling services. Or two, they realize that what they're saying is probably not wrong, but they're going to say it anyway because it's going to help fit how they're selling their their services and programs. Both of those situations are not good. It, it is what it is. Either they don't know and they continue to do it, or they know and they continue to do it anyway because they want to make money. Regardless, it's not good. So using somebody else's injury to try to push your own product, you try to push your own services, is just you know shitty behavior. I said it before, and I'll say it, and I'll kind of a hill I'm willing to die on is that that's shitty behavior. Um, so. 
uh, another thing is that, you know, it's going back to the the thing, we cannot actually prevent it. Okay. Again, I see a lot of people on uh, mostly coaches, right? Whether they're actual coaches or they're online coaches, which we covered in that last episode. But, you know, I, I saw, I saw a tweet actually today. This is, and this is well after Aaron Rodgers' injury, by the way, that I'm recording this. But saw a tweet today that said, um, "If you can't, if you say you can't prevent injury, that's a fancy way of just saying you don't know how to prevent injury." Again, that's a ridiculous thing to say. It was coming from an online coach. Okay, this particular online coach is, admittedly, also works in in, in construction. He works in construction and he does online fitness coaching. So. You can really see where his area of expertise is and how he probably is not exactly a qualified person to be coaching people. So listen, anybody could look good and have strong opinions. That doesn't mean you're correct and that doesn't mean people have to listen to you. But no, the, the idea is that you actually, you cannot do that, okay? Dishonest people will say things like that because again, they're selling a program, they're selling a service, okay? But the, the, real, the reality of the situation is you could have an awesome training program, okay? You can do everything that your coaches tell you to do, and you could still end up having a non-contact injury, okay? And when that happens, somebody's gonna look at it and they're gonna point it out and say, oh, it's because they have movement flaws or their joints move in ways that are not optimal. But again, it's all just nothing. It's all just wrong, okay? It happens. So, okay, again, I'm not saying we can't reduce the chance of injury. We can. We can reduce the chance of injury. We cannot prevent it. So that might seem like a little thing for me to kind of harp on and create an entire episode about, but I really feel strongly about that. And I do not think the word prevent should be used because again, what does the word prevent mean? It means that you are completely stopping something from happening. Okay. And you can't do that with training. You cannot prevent, completely prevent injury with training. It just doesn't work that way. All right. I kind of similar, not exactly the same here with this analogy, but it's pretty similar. You could say that having locks on your doors doesn't prevent people from breaking in. It doesn't, okay? It'll sure as hell reduce the chances of somebody breaking in if they try to just walk in through your front door, but that doesn't mean they can't get in other ways, right? So you can train all you want to prevent injury and you can train really well and do all the right things and you could still end up getting hurt. Like it's not it, it happens. It, it, it just happens. And again, there are so many things that go that play into injuries. It is impossible to point to one thing and say, this is why this person got hurt. All right. Just off the top of my head, there are a lot of things such as nutrition, recovery, rest, okay, how, uh, you know, fat, or fatigue rather, you know, cumulative fatigue, especially towards later in the season when guys start to get hurt longer. All of these things also play into it. Sure. The way somebody moves might have an effect. It might. I, I don't know off the top. I can't say for sure yes or no. It might have an effect on their chances of injury, but it's just, it's one of so many things that play into injuries. So again, if somebody tells you they can prevent injury, maybe they have good training programs. Maybe they can reduce the chances of somebody getting hurt. Maybe it's good to listen to them, or maybe they're just trying to sell you with fancy words. And that's not even that fancy of a word, but it's a, it's a, it's a sexy word that stands out. Ooh, prevent injury. That sounds cool. I want to prevent myself from getting hurt. I want to bulletproof myself, which again is another word that I can't stand in the fitness industry. But anyway, so honest coaches, coaches that are, are honest or at least more honest, they will know, they know that it's impossible to co- to totally prevent injury. 
Okay, and that we can only reduce the chance of it. And they'll say things like that. They will, you know, the, the coaches that are out there saying that we cannot actually prevent it from happening are the ones who are a little more honest and are a little more open and direct and straightforward with you than the other ones out there saying that we could totally prevent it because we cannot. All right, so do your, if you're listening to this, do yourself a favor. Next time a, uh, an injury happens on TV and it's a game that a lot of people are watching, maybe it's a football a playoff game or just a football game or a playoff basketball game, whatever. Next time an injury happens, a non-contact injury, look that up on Twitter and just see, and see if you can find how many people are there telling you why that injury happened. Just, just play a little game with yourself. Try that next time, because I guarantee you, you're going to run into a decent amount of people who are saying, oh, well, that injury happened because of their movement flaw or because they turn their knee in when they run or they cut this way or, and, you know, they're not trained for it, whatever it is. You're going to find something like that, okay? Now, the best way I think you can reduce the chance of injury is with just good training. Yes, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of exercises that you can do, isometric exercises that you can strengthen tendons, you can strengthen ligaments, but overall, a a well-rounded good training program is going to be the best thing you can do for injury reduction plus proper recovery proper nutrition proper hydration all that stuff because so many things play into it okay so i don't want anybody to get you know discouraged or anything like that and say well i did all this and i still got hurt yeah it happens okay and i'm not even just talking about athletes at this point you could just be an adult who likes to train who's active who likes to work out who likes to go run and maybe run marathons whatever it is like you still might might get injured. It happens, okay? You can reduce the chance of that with a well-rounded training program, but the possibility of injury is still there. Does that mean we should not do anything? Of course not. Like, that's just, that's a ridiculous thing to say. We all get in cars and we drive places everywhere. Every time we get in a car, we're risking, we're running the chance of getting into a car accident, okay? It's the same thing. It's not, not the same thing, but it's somewhat similar. Every time you do something physical, some sort of physical activity, you do run the risk of injury. It is what it is. How well is our body prepared for that? And how well are we going to be able to handle that? That's really what's important. So wrapping all this up and I'll let, and we'll end this one. You cannot, we cannot prevent injury. And yes, I'm using the word prevent here because that's the word that's used. And I don't like the word prevent. We can reduce the chance of injury with proper training and also proper recovery, proper nutrition, proper hydration, all of that stuff, making sure, trying to control fatigue and load. Right. There's a lot of things that go into it, but we cannot prevent it from happening. Okay. If somebody says that, look, look into them, see what they're trying to sell you because they're going to be trying to sell you something. I feel like I say that a lot in these episodes, but it just is what it is. I'm trying to point, point this out to people so that you don't get hooked into all of these online salesmen that we call online fitness coaches. Anyway, that's all for today. I actually made it 2.1 miles today. I'm shocked how well the traffic was moving with this rainy day. I'm shocked. And, you know, it is what it is with the Belt Parkway. You can't predict any of this, just like you can't predict injury. Wow, good way to tie it in, Rob. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week.